thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. First things first, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> How's 2022 been treating you so far? Been pretty good. I am. I haven't really done a lot. I've, I've only done uh, one show on the weekend with a band called Captain Accident because I, I drive in TM as well. So I've only had like one one job on so far this year and it's it's been quite quiet. So it's been pretty nice. <laughs> it's You've had a job this year already. Considering the state of play over the last uh, couple of years, that's something to celebrate. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been really lucky. I think we've been really lucky as a band as well to be able to play as many shows as we did last year as well. So mm, yeah, I was looking at your tour calendar over the last year. It wasn't too shabby, was it? No, we were lucky enough that none of them actually got cancelled. Every single show we had planned went ahead. So I purposely didn't book too many. Mm. Anyway, I was like. If they go ahead, then awesome. But if they did get cancelled, then you're not losing out on like a stupid amount of shows, you know? Of course, of course. It's been one of the biggest problems, isn't it? These massive sort of um, cross-country, even outside into Europe tours, where if one set of rules change for one country or one um, area, it knocks everything out of whack. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I was just trying to play a bit, a bit safer, you know? Trying to be a bit safer instead of just going all in for it and hopefully this year then we can do a lot more. But what I didn't want happening is we would have had to reschedule. Like if, if we did end up booking a lot last year and stuff got cancelled, we'd have to reschedule for this year, which we had other plans for this year, which I didn't want them, you know, interrupting each other basically. So I felt that was the safest way for us to go forward for last year. Hell yeah. I mean, it makes complete sense as well. Not even including the fact that with so many rebooked tours, getting into venues and getting gigs short sorted for what looks like 2022 and 2023 looks like a bit of a nightmare. So that's something you've been kind of aware of as well. Definitely. Yeah. I started like booking stuff for us for this year, late, late last year, like you know, earlier, I mean, last year. So trying to get it trying to get there first really it's like everyone's gonna be competing against each other like you said just to get their news so mm, mm, yeah tell me about it well as a band as a whole who saves the hero how, how have you guys been coping over the last uh, two years of living in the covid times um we were really lucky we were when the obviously when the pandemic hit and we went into lockdown because we we literally just signed a yep. record so we we were we were lucky we signed the record deal because it also it give us focus like we had to get the ep together even though we released everything as singles we still had five five tracks recorded and also we had a, a you know we had a plenty of time then to plan out each single throughout the time so it kept us busy you know and it kept well it definitely kept me busy and I also just used the time to write a new record ready for the future. So, yeah, I I, I think I needed it. I yeah. was on tour 2019. Uh, I found it hard to find the time in between to just sit down and just write new songs, you know, because I was like either out with us or I was out with other people. So it was just nice to have a little bit of time where I just didn't didn't have to do anything but I didn't feel bad to myself like, like I didn't think well 
they are doing this, they are doing that, because no one was doing anything. Yeah. So felt better as well. The fact that I could just sit there and do it, but then I wasn't losing out on anything either, you know. Something positive to take out of a pretty uh, rubbish situation since uh, last couple of years, right? Yeah, definitely. I think I I found like as well is I come to terms very quick, but it was this is it's nothing I can do. It's out of every even our own government didn't know and still don't know what to do. So most of, I was like I could Larry really get to me, or I could just use it as I can just do things and kind of take my mind away from what was actually going on. Okay, okay. No lockdown parties though, right? I don't really do much partying anyways. <laughs> yeah. What, during that period then, during these last two years, aside from like what you focused on to say, the writing and just having that downtime, what, what if anything, helped you guys as a unit kind of keep going and keep moving forward? Uh, probably signing. Yeah? Sign Definitely give us a push. And not just the fact, obviously, that, you know, when you sign to a label, you get to record rec a new record or whatever, but it just felt good that someone believed in us in such a rubbish time mm. where, you know, obviously things cost money. And when a record label or anyone who does anything for you, they got to earn and you got to spend money. And they still had the trust and, and they still believed in us, even though that we were in a really terrible state as, in a, in, as a world, you know? If that makes sense financially and everything. And have, they, think, been, have they been quite supportive uh, up to this point? Yeah, so supportive. Also, another good thing I liked about what our, our, the label that we signed with done is we they put, like, throughout lockdown, obviously everyone was in lockdown, so there's some bands from the States who were signed and also from Canada. But what they did is they put a Zoom call together every two weeks and we'd all go on there, all the bands who were signed, and we'd all go on and we'd all got to know each other. We all just had a talk and just were coming up with ideas of how we can help progress the label as well as ourselves, but together as a team, you know? Oh, that's amazing. So yeah, it's less about, um, less of that separation. The more almost like you're all part of the same, the same goal, not just the bands, but the label as well. It's brilliant. Really like that as well. It was, it was just nice to do. And also you just getting to know the people, the other bands that you signed with. And obviously eventually you're going to probably be playing shows together at some point, you know? So it's just it was nice to do that i thought it was good because not a lot of labels do that kind of thing so yeah it's yeah. not something i've heard of much happening either um it does create these images and promises i guess of the future with these what this worldwide uh roster of uh, bigger worldwide tours that must be quite an exciting prospect to you oh yeah definitely i personally i just can't wait to get back to the states <laughs> yeah do you guys then feel as though you've reached this point um, stronger than ever, considering, you know, the signing of the label and obviously uh, more recently the release of Closure and the reaction to that? Yeah, I definitely think 100%. So, yeah, yeah. That's good, that's good. I mean, Closure went down well, but it has been a few months. What can you tell us in regards to, uh, to the EP? Um... Most of the, like, obviously, most of the EPs is, is singles, but we have got a few little surprises. 
no man. So, you don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. Uh, nah, of course, of course. What r- roughly when 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 might it see the light of day? Soon, very soon. Good enough. Soon is good enough. It's a great time to do it. So I have to ask this question because there was an intriguing one for me as part of the pop punk scene. If we're going to generalize your sound, particularly in the UK, it's not one we hear about when compared to the rest of the world. Is it because uh, the upbeat, peppier sensibilities of that style of music that comes with it is just not the sort of thing that this miserable island likes to listen to? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know, really. Um, I feel that it's a very... Mainstream music was pushed a lot in the UK. Mm. People's faces as if if they're not on this, or if they're not this, or if they're not doing that, then they're not big enough. Or they're not... Does that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like it's not like that in the States. I don't feel like... I know I know what... I've heard so many... Like, everyone's got different opinions because a lot of people say, I really don't like touring the States. And Europe's the best. And Europe's amazing. You know, to Dubai, like we we also went out and done the San Diego walk to a show in 2018, and we done some shows in Los Angeles. And I love, like, I found it like the people, the reaction we had from like the crowd, and it was awesome. You know, so yeah, I feel I feel like the UK needs to have a broader mind for mm. music. I feel. I think it's better than now than it's ever been. I think, and then you got people like Billie Eilish and those kind of people to thank for that because where before it was like a specific image you had to be like a main, and you had to look kind of a certain way and this that. Where she brought something into the mainstream, she brought alternative into the mainstream. You know? Yeah. Was, every day you saw someone big as her. Who had green hair or half green, half black hair? You know, it wasn't it wasn't a thing in the mainstream. That was an alternative kind of look, and and I feel like that's. I think it's so much better now. In the last two or three years, I think people have got broader minds to listening to different genres then, and not just categorizing one thing. Oh, I don't like that because it's got guitars in it. You know, kind of. To, towards I feel like it's going I feel like people are more minded now dragging it kicking and screaming out of the underground um, do you feel as though you're uh, helping or part of that um, I like to think some, some sort of way we are yeah <laughs> what's the uh, biggest struggle then for you for getting the word out about who you guys are and what you actually do um I don't really know. It's quite a hard question. When it comes to, say, the idea of, like, I guess promoting yourself on social media is the one we often come back to. It seems to be one of the biggest struggles um, every band sort of deals with, the algorithms of social media and streaming platforms. I, I, I love it and I hate it. Right. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, but it's also made 
a lot of people just sit there, write music, put it up, and it blows up, and they don't do anything. Where then you've got people like us and like different bands who have been touring for a long time, traveling places, playing shows, and putting every little bit of money we have into certain things. They all that's missing, if that mm. makes sense. Bands don't want to just, they, a lot of bands are happy to be like an internet band these days. And well, it's just not real, is it? You know, <laughs> you need to be able to. You, st- you still find yourself valuing that live interaction over the um, the uh, Facebook style interaction, yeah? I think you need all of it. Like, even down to radio, radio stuff as well, it's, it's, it's never going to go away. It might not be as big as it once was, but it's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be someone who will want to hear a ra- interview. It's always going to be someone who's listening to the radio. It's always going to be someone who wants to buy a physical record and all that kind of stuff as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly when you sort of see in the last couple of years the, 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 the re-rise, I guess, of vinyl and cassettes and stuff like that. I think you always got to just, you've got to do everything. You've got to keep up with the times. I don't believe in like people who are like, oh, you know, I'm not changing for this and I'm not changing for that because this is what we stand for. I, you, I, I believe you've got to change with the times, otherwise you're just going to be stagnant. But there's, you can still put the old school methods into the new school. And I think you'll get more rewards out there then because you, you, you're doubling up on what, where once time you only had that one thing. But now you've got so many different things that you can put together. That makes sense. It does. It does. It does make complete sense. But then how do you, you personally, I guess the band overall, balance your personal use of social media to the requirements of being in a band where it's expected that you're posting regularly, even if it's not necessarily the most important update? I personally just only post through the band. <laughs> I don't really post much on on my personal social media, really. And if I do post anything, for example, on Instagram, it's most likely to do with like a, something I've done. Yep. Like I'm out with something nice and say, picture there, I'll post it. Or, yeah, and the same with my social media, my personal like Facebook account, I just post like where I am maybe on tour, you know, even if I'm out with another band, I'll promote them as well. Because I got plenty of people who are on my personal page who, who like lots of different music and I could be out with a band who I could end up helping them as well you know for like even if it's just three or four people listening to them you know extra so yeah I just I just use it for that really it's still interesting though that regardless even if it's your personal social media account you're still using it to promote um do you think that's just the best use of it nowadays yeah yeah either that or people just um like these groups where they're just mourning about everything. (laughs) (laughs) We'll continue the boring stat stuff, so to speak. 2020 was a strong year for you. I was looking at your uh, Spotify. um, I can't remember what they call that thing where it shows all your stats for uh, streams and listens and follows and all that. It was a strong year for you guys. Are you confident you'll be able to keep that momentum going into 2022? Um, Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's hard no matter what, you know, it's never, but yeah, I think it's just, you just do it, just keep pushing and don't be heartened by 
you know, if something doesn't do as well as your last one. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just a thong. Just enjoy it and enjoy the the, the um what's the word? The journey of it then, you know? Just that's what I think personally. And you guys, you're all enjoying the journey as of right now, yeah? Yeah, definitely. I I love, I love creating music and yeah, I'm enjoying it all so much right now. Where I did towards before we signed, it was coming towards a, to a point where I wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it, and it's back to how how I how I used to feel about it again, which is nice, you know. It's fan, that's fantastic. It sounds like a very very exciting start to this year. Talking of which, then long term plans for at 2022, provided you're allowed to do anything. Um, and we don't end up in lockdowns or anything like that. I, I don't want to say what are your long-term plans, because of course, who knows? But um, are you hopeful to have a busy 2022 when it comes to say live and stuff like that? Well, if everything goes ahead, then yeah, this year, thank you for us. Especially like, we have definitely got some good things in the pipelines, as they say. You know? It's also mysterious. It's also mysterious. It's simple enough. Keep an eye on who saves the hero to see what's coming next. Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. No problem. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for?